0: The hashtag Travel Talks, it's your podcast on the latest digital trends in travel and tourism marketing. And here's your host, Nolly Nicholas. Welcome to a new episode of Travelcast and today I have the great pleasure to receive Josh Gallon. So welcome Josh.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So can you present uh, yourself please?
1: Sure. I'm Josh Gallen, the hospitality and travel lead for Excella. Excella is a technology firm based in the Washington, D.C. area, the United States, that is a transformative technology partner to leading organizations. And we have 17 years helping hospitality clients in particular in areas like personalization, customer 360, digital analytics, mobile apps, and system development.
0: Okay. And can you say, Give us your origin story. How did you, I would say, start in that, would say, field?
1: Sure. Well, I will say in my case, it was a lucky accident uh, in my career in, in the Washington, D.C. area. As you might imagine, there's a lot of work for the government. Uh, and so I was working for the government for many years. And uh, but my company has always worked at some of the major hospitality companies. And there was an opportunity to do some digital analytics for a hospitality company and was able to start there uh, six years ago and have never looked back.
0: Okay, so today we talk about AI and uh, let's say the new trend of personalization. That's, can you tell us what are let's say the current trends and threat for the hospitality industry? especially with the, I would say, big names like Google, like Booking.com, and especially Airbnb?
1: Sure. Well, I can say that the biggest threat uh, is the fact that many of these entrants into hospitality, like, as you said, Google, um, are starting as technology firms. They, that's where they come from. And so they have a head start, when it comes to data, when it comes to data science skills, um, and the type of architecture that they have in place already. Obviously, for most traditional hospitality companies, their focus has always been on customer service, it's been on the property experience, uh, but they are not starting with um, a a large number of um, statisticians on staff or data engineers things of that nature. So that's, that's clearly the challenge because as customers increasingly or continue to move online and book in new ways, uh, such as through voice assistance, um, obviously a company like Google or Facebook or Amazon, they're, they're in that space first. So that's really the challenge for the hospitality industry is figuring out how to invest in that area to catch up uh, recognizing that, you know, they, they'll never outspend Google, they'll never outspend Facebook on machine learning. So you've got to invest wisely.
0: Especially because there's so much, I would say, new technology, it's difficult for them to choose which one to invest because they maybe we can start in voice, but also there is AI, there is also the chatbot also. So it, how do you would say um, hotels have to choose the right technology
1: for his, um place? Well, it sounds obvious, but I think hotel companies need to think um, very seriously about where they're going to get um, some real value out of machine learning or artificial intelligence and where it's... An impressive, you know, it looks impressive, but it doesn't really provide that much value. I think some of the more interesting stories that you hear are um, compelling, but not actually very common or useful. So um, to give an example, you hear the idea that a person will check in to the front desk. And the person at the front desk will immediately know that they love something uh, like, you know, they really like this obscure form of jazz music. <laughs> and then, and the front desk will immediately say, you know, that, that there's a concert like that going on across town. You'd probably like to see it. That's a really, it's a great story. It sound you know, obviously if you checked into the front desk and they said that to you, you would think that's fantastic. But the reality is, it's a very uncommon situation. And it's a very hard one for um, AI, even as advanced as it can be, even with as much data as we have, to really know that about a guest. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, um, it's much easier to use data to try to figure out, does this, is this person traveling with their family? Yeah. Because if they are, we offer a babysitting service in the hotel, or we we partner with a company that gives tours that are very family-friendly. That's a much more common scenario and an easier one to address. So I think in some ways, hotel companies need to um, you know, get away from some of the flashier stories and, and focus on the ones that are more common and easier for them to handle.
0: And do you have any, I would say, case study of, let's say, hotels who are using AI in a
1: good way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think that there's um, a lot of AI happening at the top of uh, the start of research that is very useful, or customer research. So what I mean is um, a lot of times for leisure travelers, they're starting their trip without really knowing where they want to go, uh, what brand they want to stay with, or what type of hotel they want to stay at. Um, it's it's incredible. I mean, it, it's been different studies have shown that um, as much as three quarters of people start researching a trip without knowing where they want to go yet. So I think that some of the larger hotel companies, especially the global ones, have done a very... A, good job and gotten a lot of value by applying personalization at that starting research step. right? Helping the customer who's just browsing say, well, perhaps you know, based on what we know about you, you may be interested in a trip to Cancun or you may be interested in a cultural experience in Paris. I think that's where uh, the hotel companies have been doing a good job.
0: And when what, what do you think how they can, I would say, get that data of, from, for example, from people who are into the research phase, as you said, like for example, if I have someone who's thinking to go to Paris, for example, and how a hotelier can get into that data and to know, yes, this client can be interesting for us.
1: Right, I ultimately, Uh, Hotel companies need to acquire data from third parties. Hotel companies have a lot of information about their customers. They obviously know a lot about what the guests are doing on property, and they know a lot about what the guests are looking at on their own website. But we know that a lot of the research process happens on third-party websites uh, like Expedia, happens on Google, happens in a variety of different places. And a lot of the demographic data that we need in order to figure out that um, research step, in order to offer pers- to provide personalized offers at that research step, really comes from offline. So um, a lot of what the hotel companies need to do is figure out what data is necessary, figure out what third parties can provide it, and then invest in integrating those different data sources uh, in a way that makes it usable and powerful.
0: (laughs) We talk about AI, but can you explain for people who don't understand the term, what is AI
1: exactly? Well, I will say if if someone doesn't know what AI is, they are in very good company. Because... (laughs) The term AI is very poorly defined. It really essentially means anything that a computer can do as if it were a person. Uh And so the definition of AI has actually changed over time. Um, As computers started doing things that humans could do, uh, we started redefining AI. So we said, oh, well, that's, just, that's not AI anymore. That's just something computers do. You know, winning a chess, winning a game of chess, that's, that at one point was AI. Now it's no longer AI. Uh, and so we continuously redefine it. But I think today when we speak about AI, we're really looking at um, a few core things. One is what's called natural language processing, which really just means that you can speak to a machine Uh, in your normal language, and it will understand what you're trying to say. You don't have to select from a menu, you can just speak to Alexa, you can speak to Echo. Um, A second thing that we mean by AI is self-learning, able to train itself, so that we don't have to explicitly program everything into the computer, Uh, but if you ask it for something it's never seen before, it can figure it out. And a third thing that we tend to mean by AI is simply the ability to recognize patterns from very large and um, very disparate data sets. And that's really what we're talking about when we speak about personalization. Um, It's pulling together all of these different sources of information about an individual and looking for that trend Um, out of what might be hundreds of data points or thousands of data points and saying, okay, this person probably is going to like that beach vacation to Cancun instead of the cultural experience in Paris.
0: Okay. And um, what do you think also about, we talk about personalization and do you explain why, I would say, hoteliers are not taking the step because they are too afraid, or maybe because they don't know how to where to start. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think there's multiple reasons. Um, I think it's I think it's very hard to to start in AI. Um, it is frankly a complex area, technical area, and many hotel companies are they're not. They don't have that staff. They don't have that investment, as I said. Um, You know, frankly, sometimes we get a bit ahead of ourselves with AI and we start to think that all of this is simple or (laughs) already done. But I was thinking earlier today about the self-driving car. And Google has been investing in that since 2009. Obviously, we all as people, we, we can learn how to drive a car, it's not a problem. Uh, but despite billions of dollars of investment, no one has figured out how to make a car do it by itself, and it's still years away. So I think, to some extent, we just need to be realistic. A hotel, it's not something that happens overnight, and it's not going to be something that's easy for hoteliers to pick up. But I also think that a lot of hoteliers are investing in it. They're just not always investing in... um, in in some of the flashier items. It's sometimes things that don't get quite as recognized. For example, I think there are a good number of hoteliers who are investing in artificial intelligence solutions for customer service chat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there are also hoteliers starting to invest in artificial intelligence for uh, improving their pricing and for improving their work management. You know be, better assigning uh, work uh, to their employees, and you think about those three areas. They're not as obvious as personalization. Um, again, it's not as interesting a story, but for the guest, if you're a lot of guests are very happy if they can simply send a text message and. Get an answer you know asking a question about when is the restaurant open or how would I use the how would I use the trans the metro here or the bus system in this city and to be able to get an answer quickly and they don't really know if the person responding or if what's responding to them is a person or a computer uh it's not apparent to them and it's not again it's not very flashy but that's an area where hoteliers have been investing and I think having a lot of success
0: okay and so do you think that's AI is just not, it's not I would say, a, a silver bullet. It should be maybe included in a with other solutions, for example, as you said, like um, chatbots or an um, online platform link to the other website and so on.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree that personalization is not, or, or AI is not a silver bullet. Um, it's certainly going to be something that, Hotel companies are increasingly taking advantage of, uh, but certainly it doesn't replace the traditional functions of a hotel company. I mean, there's no substitute for excellent customer service by your staff, a, a great culture at your property, um, you know, price, location. It's AI is just one part of the equation.
0: Now, what are the steps if? An hotel wants to build a digital ecosystem which includes also the AI?
1: I would say that the first thing I would do is really figure out some use cases or scenarios that the hotel company is trying to achieve. Um, It's very easy, uh, and I've had this conversation many times, where a hotel company will say, we want to do something with our data. We want to do something with artificial intelligence. Um, but it's not clear to them what that really looks like yet. And that's obviously it's not a very productive way to approach uh, that, that problem and, and just and just start spending no. the money. So I think I think it, they really need to start looking for what are we trying to achieve? And what and I think for most of them, it makes sense to really figure out what are some scenarios that are common. Right? Again, in, in my example, which of which of my guests are traveling with their families? Maybe not which of them like to listen to this obscure jazz act? Um, which, which of these scenarios are ones that my staff are likely to be able to really do something with? Uh, you know, am I do I have the interactions with my guests where I can take this information and do something with it? And then what are the scenarios where? I can, I can figure this out, I can do artificial intelligence with a reasonable amount of data because there's so much data out there and it, it can you can really uh, purchase and acquire massive amounts now, but that also takes a lot of time and investment in, in cleansing the data and integrating it. So how can you start working from something that's a little bit easier to achieve? And then how can you test it at the end? Because one of the Interesting things about AI right now as a field is, as we discussed earlier, there is no, there's not a very specific definition of AI, and there's certainly no central authority that says, yes, we certify that this is real AI and that this is useful. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of companies that are saying that their products have AI, but it's not really clear what they mean by that, and more importantly, it's not clear that it actually provides any better results than what uh, companies had before. So as hotels approach this approach AI, I think they should figure out some scenarios that they can uh, feasibly uh, deal with and, and, and start to work on, and then figure out how they're going to test the results so that they know that this is really providing value to them and to their guests.
0: Okay, so do you think also that AI and other tools can help to build, for example, loyalty for the customer? For example, if I book an hotel in Paris and uh, I want to book uh, the, in the same chain of hotels in Tokyo, maybe the AI will be able to say, ah, yes, this is you again, so I can give you the your... I don't know, favorite programs or you know you like those kind of activities so I can show you what are the activities around the hotels, uh, stuff like that. What do you think?
1: Yeah, no, I I absolutely think that uh, loyalty customers, uh, particularly frequent travelers, are one of the best use cases, one of the best scenarios for using AI uh, in exactly the way you described. And the reason there's such a good, Um, uh, A good way to use AI is because a frequent traveler, a very loyal traveler, the company, the hotel company is going to have a lot of data. You're actually going to have enough data um, to get something, to come up with some useful um, recommendations. So that's a great use case. But hotel companies, again, as they invest in this technology, they also need to decide which type of customer they most need to target. So if someone is already a loyal customer, if they're already a frequent traveler, and, and so you have a lot of data on them, you may not need to do that much more with that customer. right? They are all, by definition, they're already loyalty. Um, so hotel companies may want to invest in the new loyalty member. The person who maybe they're a twenty-four-year-old and they've only started traveling, they haven't done a lot of trips yet. You don't because of that, you don't know that much about them yet. But if you can find a way to make them loyal, then you've gotten a customer for life, who is going to travel more and more as they get older. Um, so that's where hotel companies have an interesting choice to make. But again, that that new traveler, that younger traveler. Uh, you're not going to have as much data on them yet. And so that's where you're probably going to need to go to third parties and uh, acquire additional information because you don't have it all in-house.
0: Okay. And um, I want to know uh, your personal insight is what will be I would say the next trend into the hospitality except AI? What are
1: you... Well, that's uh, the next trend in technology outside of AI? Yes. <laughs> that is an interesting question. I, will t- I don't know, I'm not a very good uh, prognosticator, but I will say I was uh, intrigued by one I just saw, which was um, a Japanese hotel that is testing self-driving cars uh, purely for the trip from the airport to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a fascinating and um, potentially very useful application of technology in the hospitality and travel space. Because as I said a little earlier, the self-driving car, the purely self-driving car is years away. But if you limit that car just to one route, just going from the airport to the hotel, uh, there's no that is much more achievable, and you can see how that would have a lot of value to your guests if they knew there was just always a car coming in between the airport yeah. and your hotel, or perhaps a set of local hotels. So I think that is a very interesting technology approach that's uh, that we we are likely to see more of. Yeah, especially if
0: you, I would say, arrive late at night and you have to look for a taxi driver. And you're, you just did um, 12 hours, flight, So thank you. Right.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So now for a more, I would say, personal question is, what was your most memorable travel that you did?
1: My most memorable travel was uh, my trip to Florence. Uh, which was a few years ago. And I was lucky enough to stay in a very small bed and breakfast that looked right out on Il Duomo. So it was uh, simply amazing to wake up every morning and get to look right out on that beautiful church.
0: So thank you for sharing your (laughs) travel experience. So now how can we reach you on internet?
1: Well, I think the, uh, the best way to reach me is uh, through Excello's website, which is www.excella.com. Uh, and you can certainly find lots of information about hospitality technology there and also how to contact me.
0: Okay, so um, thank you, Josh. Thank you. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you. Well, thank you for having me.